What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. I'm going to try and keep these episodes as consistent as possible right now. It has been a little bit challenging with moving into the new house and not having my office ready yet. So hopefully that will get taken care of soon. Although I know that these things take time as far as getting the, um, what I'm doing is actually taking the garage and turning that into my office. And right now there's not really a good place to record. Um, the house is pretty echoey, so I don't know if the sound quality is noticeably worse right now, but trying to make the best of it. And again, I'm going to do my best to stay as consistent as possible because I am committed to getting this podcast to continue to grow and to continue to provide you guys with information that you enjoy. So right along those lines is the topic that I want to discuss. And I'm going to be honest, I made a post about this exact topic and it was the most viral post that I've ever had, which doesn't say much because I haven't really had much in terms of viral content. But this one was shared, I think, 450 times which is definitely a record for me by far. And so people were enjoying it. It was saved like 400 times and whatever. It was obviously something that people wanted to hear about. And it is the concept of being interested or committed. And I first heard about this when I was listening to a story that was told by a serial entrepreneur, this guy who started a bunch of seven-figure businesses, and I believe eight-figure businesses as well. Um, His name is John, and I am not able to remember his last name right now. But uh, he was talking about how when he was younger, he was heading down a really dark path. He was 19 years old, I believe, and was getting into drugs. He was selling drugs. He was working like a factory job, but like kind of half-assing it. Uh, Was started to actually get into like some petty crimes, you know, breaking and entering, just shoplifting, doing a lot of stuff that uh, he wasn't very proud of. So uh, John's brother was a professional tennis player and he had a coach uh, slash mentor that he knew uh, would be able to help his brother. So uh, he, he scheduled a visit to go um, to go see John and he, and he brought the coach, the, the mentor with him. And so the, the mentor actually sat down with John and he was like, you know, what are your goals? What are your aspirations? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to be in life? And, and John like literally couldn't answer it. He's like, I have absolutely no idea. So the mentor, uh, who he said his name was uh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown was like, all right, well, I have these, these documents for you and I think it'll help provide some direction. Uh, so why don't you take a couple minutes and go fill them out? And John, you know, being kind of like a punk kid at the time, like, like rolled his eyes, like, yeah, whatever, I guess I'll play along. And on the documents, there's a bunch of questions about how much money do you want to make? Um, what do you want your net worth to be? What do you want your annual salary to be? Uh, what material things do you want to accomplish? Um, you know, all these different questions. And, you know, John goes and fills it out just to play along and, you know, writes down these super ambitious goals. Like, I want to be worth $10 million and I want to make $200,000 a year and I want to own seven Mercedes Benzes and, like, you know, all these different things. And, you know, comes back and uh, Mr. Brown says, you know, these are actually really good answers. But my question for you is, are you interested or are you committed? And John looks at him. He's like, yeah, that's the same thing. I don't understand the question. Being interested and committed to me, that's the same thing. 
Mr. Brown said, it's very different. You know, I've accomplished everything that you've written down in my career. And I can tell you that the difference between accomplishing these things is not or not is the difference between whether you're interested or committed. Because when you're simply interested, you're gonna, you, you want those things and you know that you want them, but you're going to allow your excuses get in the way. You're going to allow the stories that you tell yourself, your self-limiting beliefs, all of those things are going to easily get you off course when you're simply interested. Now, when you're committed, you're going to commit to accomplishing these things and you're going to stop at nothing to make it happen. Your excuses will have no power over you. The, the self-limiting beliefs will not derail you. You're not going to believe your own stories about why you can't do these things. So it's a very big difference. And I need to know whether you're interested or whether you're committed. And John looks at him and was like, well, in that case, I'm committed. And he's like, all right, great. I will mentor you. I will show you how to accomplish these things. The first thing that I need you to do is move to Toronto where I live so I can start working with you. And immediately John goes into his excuses of, I can't move to Toronto. I don't have a job over there. I don't have a car. I don't have money to get there. And Mr. Brown's like, look, there you go. You just told me that you were committed. And I asked you to do one thing. And immediately you allowed your excuses to get in the way. Immediately you start going into your bag of excuses about why you can't do this one thing. He said, that sounds like interest to me. When you're committed, you commit first and then you find a way to get it done. He's like, all right, well, I, I guess I'm moving to Toronto. I'll make it happen. So then he says, all right, when you get to Toronto, I want you to enroll in this real estate class. You're going to get your real estate license. It's a five-week course. It's $500. And John's like, there's no way I can do that. I don't have $500. I've never passed a test in my life. At that, you know, he, he talked about how up until that point, he had cheated on every single test all throughout high school. Every test that he ever took, he had to cheat to pass. He's like, I'm not smart enough. Mr. Brown's like, there you go again. One simple task. And all of a sudden, all your excuses, all the self-limiting beliefs, all the narratives that are going on in your head, you're allowing those things to control you. You're allowing those things to stop you from something that you just told me you were committed to. If you want to accomplish these things, here's the path, but you have to be committed. So commit first and then figure out a way to get it done. He's like, all right, I'll do it. So he Asks, you know, his brother for some money, his parents for some money, you know, does whatever he needs to do to come up with the $500. He enrolls in the real estate course. He passes, was the first test that he ever passed without cheating. And as the story kind of unfolds, uh, he makes another commitment. He starts a real estate firm in Indianapolis. And before uh, he was really well established, he told a local newspaper that he was going to start, he was going to be the only billion dollar firm in Indianapolis. And the the person who was doing the article was like, you understand that there's a couple real estate firms that have been around for a really long time, like decades, and they haven't even come close to a billion dollars. And he's like, yeah, I know, I'm going to do it. He committed first and then find a, found a way to make it happen. So he went on to actually create a multi-billion dollar real, real estate firm. But the cool thing about the story we're going to go on a little tangent here because the part that I really thought was powerful about this story, um, I do want to talk about the difference between interest and commitment, but this has to be said because what John found out was that when he was building this real estate firm and he was training 
all these agents on sales and marketing and all the tactics that he could possibly think of was putting him through all this training was you know trying to make the best firm possible and he and it worked to a certain extent um, they got to a point where they were doing a billion a year in revenue which is great but what he noticed was that there was no growth for a certain period of time like year over year the agents that were making $30,000 continued to make $30,000 the agents that were making $100,000 continued to make $100,000. It didn't matter what fancy new tactics he was showing them. It didn't matter how many different uh, sales trainings he put them through, marketing, all of that. It didn't matter. They, they remained stagnant. And what he realized was that it had nothing to do with the tactics. He looked at what changed his life was the belief. It was the thoughts about himself. It was the the stories that he was telling himself. And he's like, you know what, I'm going to do something a little bit crazy. I'm going to stop all of the fancy new tactic training. And I'm just going to put all these agents through training on visualization, on daily affirmations, on positive thinking, on eliminating um, those self-limiting beliefs, on changing those those narratives that we tell ourselves. So he did. He put all of these agents in his firm through basically mindset training. And after that, they broke their billion-dollar plateau and went on to be a $3.2 billion real estate firm simply from teaching the power of controlling your thoughts, of uh, daily affirmations of visualization of becoming you know changing your identity to become the person uh, that excels to commit versus interest and I think that it just shows that um, another analogy that I heard to uh, to kind of hammer this point home about how important our thoughts are um, it's it's like imagine if there was this field and regardless of what you plant in that field, you're going to see a return. You're going to see an exponential return. So if you plant a seed, if you plant a flower, you're going to get a dozen flowers in return. If you plant a watermelon, you're going to get a dozen watermelons in return. This field, no matter what you plant, it's going to give you back an exponential return. That goes for good and bad. So if you plant failure, you're going to see an increase in failure. If you plant poison, you're going to get an exponential return of poison. And that, 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 um, that field exists. That is our thoughts. Our thoughts are that field. What we think about is what we're planting in that field. So our thoughts literally give us an exponential return. And if we can control them, which we can, we literally create the most empowering situation where we're in the driver's seat of our own destiny. Now, this isn't some like manifestation, woo-woo bullshit. This is literally every single philosopher across different eras and different you know, ideologies agrees on this one thing. Like if you look at all the different philosophies out there, you'll see contradictions, you'll see differences of opinion, you'll see differences in beliefs. The one constant is that our thoughts control our destiny. That's the one constant. You can look it up, you know, when we, we talk about, you know, Plato, Socrates, Marcus Aurelius, Ralph Waldo Emerson. You can look at all of these different individuals um, and their beliefs. And the one constant is that our thoughts control 
our destiny. Um, so we have that field that we can literally plant seeds in that's going to give us an exponential return and we get to decide what we plant. Now, getting back to the difference between interest and commitment, you know, sometimes this can be a hard realization because when you go through the process, you might think I'm committed to this thing. But once you start to actually believe your excuses, once you start to go through that process, you may realize that it's just an interest. It's not a commitment. Um, And, you know, the thing is that there has to be a self-awareness about your values and truly what you want to accomplish to make that call about, you know, maybe you just decided it was just an interest or is it the fact that you allowed a difficult situation to cloud your judgment about whether it was a an interest or a commitment because that happens all the time like if you're committed to better health and you're committed to becoming more fit and you have this goal and you have this strong intrinsic motivation as to why like maybe you have a family history of diabetes or maybe you have a family history of of you know heart disease and you want to avoid that same fate you want to have a you want to create your own path and do things differently but then all of a sudden it gets challenging and and life gets stressful uh, and you are busier than normal and you know you end up in a situation where you know, all your gym, you know, the gyms are closed and you can't grocery shop like you used to. Now what? Are you still committed? You know, are you using that as, you know, my actions aren't aligning, so maybe it's just an interest? Or is that just a rationalization or a justification when you know deep down you're committed, but you're believing those excuses? You're believing the stories that you're telling yourself because commitment means that those excuses have no power over you. Those stories that you're telling yourself, you realize that those aren't based in truth. You realize that that's not fact. And you realize that you still have control over your thoughts, which can create the destiny that you want, which will get you to the place that you want. Uh, So sometimes there's this level of self-awareness that has to happen because we believe our own bullshit all the time. Uh, sometimes it, it sounds really uh, it sounds really convincing when we tell ourselves an excuse about we don't have time or life happened or you know shit just got in the way and it's like you know that that sounds valid. However, when you see it from an outside perspective, it's just an excuse and you're still responsible. Um, it's all about your choices and your priorities. It's all about committing to something. And not just being interested in it. It's about knowing the difference. It's about showing up, you know, throughout all the discomfort, throughout the the curveballs that life is going to throw at you, because it's unpredictable. Like that's the one thing that we know for sure is that it's never going to go exactly how you thought it would go. It's always going to be different. And if we understand that it's the process itself where we reap those benefits and stop focusing so much on the outcome and just focus on, you know what, I'm committed to this. So I'm going to set my intention every single day, regardless of whether you complete that intention. It doesn't matter. The strength is in setting those intentions every day that are going to move you forward. It's about, you know, knowing the benefit is in the process and still showing up when, when shit gets difficult because you're committed, because you know that the gift is in the process itself and you disconnect from the actual outcome, even though you're going to keep a small percentage of your, your attention on that outcome because you know where you want to go. That's going to provide a little bit of direction. But the main thing 
is that you're committed and you know that you set those intentions every single day, more days than not, you're going to accomplish them, which means that more often than not, you're going to move in the direction that you want to move. So understand the difference between being interested, which allows you to have cop out, allows you to have built in excuses. If you're simply interested You'll believe the, the story that you're telling yourself about why you can't do it. You'll believe the excuses about why you can't do it. If you're committed, those things have no power over you. And it may, it's never going to be perfect. The goal is not perfection. But when you're committed, you know exactly where you want to go and you're going to figure it out. You're going to be able to pivot when you need to pivot. You're going to be able to adapt when you need to adapt because you know you've committed first and now you're going to find a way to get it done. And that's not to say that you don't plan. When I say commit first, that doesn't mean that, that, go, that, that it means going in without a plan. It's okay to have a plan, but realize that you can plan all you want and, and that can definitely make things easier. However, there's some times where you have to go off script. There's some times where life does decide that your plans don't mean anything and you have to come up with another path. You have to be adaptable. You have to be resilient. You have to be resourceful and find a way to still get it done. And that is where you have to be committed and understand what you truly want. What do you value? What do you actually want? Why does it even matter? And when you can connect the dots with those things, it's much easier to stay committed. It's much easier to continue to persevere through all of the challenges, through all the ups and downs. So That is what I want to leave you with today is to understand the difference between interest and commitment, to understand the power that you have with your thoughts, with the field that literally will return whatever you plant and you're in control of all those seeds that you get to plant and you get to reap the benefits of whatever comes out on the other side because what you put in is going to come out exponential. It's going to be a return on that investment. Your thoughts have give you a an immediate return on your investment it's a powerful thing that you have control over we can't control a lot of things there's a lot of things that we can't control that is one thing that we always have control over we always have control over how we respond we always have control over our thoughts and our actions so take control of what you can let go of what you can't understand the difference between interest and committed understand the power that you have to control your own destiny If you appreciate this message, please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. Share it to your stories. It's the best way to make the show grow. Or just share this this, uh, podcast with a friend. Let's do that. Instead of saying the same stuff over and over again each episode, send this podcast to one friend and say, hey, I think you might enjoy this. As long as you really believe that they'll enjoy it. I appreciate you guys and I'll talk to you soon.